They say, hey Chanel, you so cold, why you do that? Why? Baby, would you love me with a trackie would and you? a D-Rack? I be Machiavelli, zero fitness, got my two-pack <laughs> I don't even talk, don't be asking why I do that yeah. They say, hey Chanel, you so cold, why, why? you do that? Why? Baby, would you love me with a trackie and a D-Rack? Yeah. I be Machiavelli, zero fitness, got my two-pack I don't even talk, don't be asking why I do that Hey, yo, I graph like I like it, she like when I buy it You ain't gotta tell me what you want, I'm a psychic Bought one for her, bought one for my side chick Now she feeling titled, lucky you got title Lucky you got a name, babe, you ain't gotta stay, babe Put him on a gold fund, now we getting paid, babe Now we getting cash, though, broski breaking hands, though Do it for the bands, though, do it like Rambo They say, hey Chanel, you so cold, why you do that? Baby, would you love me with a trackie and a D-Rack? I be Machiavelli, zero fitness, got my two-pack I don't even talk, don't be asking why I do that They say, hey Chanel, you so cold, why you do that? Baby, would you love me with a trackie and a D-Rack? I be Machiavelli, zero fitness, got my two-pack I don't even talk, don't be asking why I do that This is the second in an ongoing series of podcasts created by the Youth of Bolo Book Youth Centre for SOAS Radio. Following last month's podcast surrounding the subject of how people think they're seen versus their reality. This month, the subject is on equality and mental well-being. We asked a range of young people to share their views and experiences. I believe mental health is a big issue that is swept under the rug as far as society goes. Even when someone could be going through a mental episode, the police just may just perceive it as someone just being angry. But then it plays a lot on skin colour and working class. Um, police tend to sweep mental health issues under the carpet as far as black minorities go. Well, yeah, you know, I definitely feel like there's a lot of societal pressures, um, a lot of social inequalities, um, relations between the police. You know, uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be getting stopped by the police. I even remember one time I was with one of my friends and um, we were sitting on a bench and my friend happened to have a hood on and we were just sitting on a bench and um, these police officers came up to us and they said, uh, was it there was a stabbing in the area or something? I don't know, just just some some whatever. So they came up to us now, and they handcuffed my friend, and they spoke to me, and then they let us go. But they handcuffed us, and it was like it was, it was so dramatized. And it was like I know that in a different situation, under a, I mean different circumstances, this would not be how they would handle the situation. And it's like you know, there's there's a lot of things that need to change. Um, not just for us, but you know, just I mean, just just in general. Racism and oppression, and black oppression. I don't know how it was back then, but I know how it is now, and I feel like it's more frustrating from the point where have we even made any progress if we're still struggling from the same situation? And there's like bare feelings about this because it's like, as a black man, you could just be walking down your road, and all of a sudden, police or I can be in my car, I've been stopped. I've been stopped numerous times, like, I'm just on my way home. Police are telling me, get out of my car. Every single time I comply and, like, I don't I don't say anything. It's literally a short thing. It's, like, maybe, like, two, three minutes. Uh, but they always find nothing. But the worst thing of all is that they don't, I, I don't even get no apology from them. So it's like, bro, are you lot wasting my time? Stop me because apparently I look, I look like a drug dealer or suspicious. But it's the whole idea that they've got this image in their head of what a typical, typical drug dealer looks like or or like, what if I just like my clothes that I'm wearing? So I feel like 
for me it's always think it always has me thinking like why why did they choose me why did they choose me why did they not pick um pick the other guy across the road and it's a constant like constant constant fight for the basic necessities that everyone else should be entitled to why should i why should i have to like you know make a scene or make a ruckus yeah to have the same treatment as you would give somebody else like is 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 that really necessary do you know what i mean but it's not about believing it's just about they don't need to believe but it's the fact that it's them taking it away it's not about you know the teacher saying oh yeah 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 you can do this or like you know anybody like a level above you so it doesn't need to be a teacher or you know a police officer or whoever do you know what i mean just like somebody else i don't need them or anybody in fact to believe in me it's just like it's for you it's like within you for like myself it's like the way somebody else is treating me i'm going to take that for life when it comes to like judging like me being a muslim and what i've seen from like fellow like muslim females basically the more that they get judged is the more that is detrimental to their mental health for example not only do they look at other people sideways for example they think oh my god if i go out someone's going to look at me like this someone's going to judge me or whatnot but then after that they have to be very secretive with what they're doing so um, being secretive isn't a good thing because you're holding so much things in your conscience where you feel as if if you let it out people are just going to be looking at you in a way of oh my god this girl like she's a bit weird like she doesn't respect herself uh she's not really a muslim whatnot but then after they forget that it's like how much is your threshold of being told that or not even sometimes it's not even being told to you of people's actions towards you how long can you withstand that? Everyone has a limit. And it's like, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if your limit is five years long or 10 years long or five minutes. When you hit that limit, that I'm telling you, you're gonna have the same reaction. It's just gonna be, well, all right then, if that's what you think of me, then that's just how I'm gonna have to be. You're never gonna think more of me. And to put myself down like that, to allow somebody else to have an impact on my mental state about, my life and my future and just myself in general. I think inequality plays a big part in mental health because it's like being held under water all the time. I remember being young and I, I used to, I, I never really understood how people can get anxiety and people can commit suicide uh, or people can feel depressed. Like I never understood taking pills to make you feel better. Like I didn't, this was, but I was in like year 10. Like, I was full of confidence and everything. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm as confident as I was before, but obviously when you get older, like you go through some shit, like it could be to do with like the government, the feds being there, and it all it all has a stress on your mental health, innit? it? It makes you feel type of ways, and it's only then when you realise, bro, like like all of this shit I'm going through, like it's actually making me feel what depressed or I'm getting anxiety or this that that. That's what that's when you start to realise, bro, like. Um, like mental health is real basically and not even just that like when when you go through certain stuff like you might you might get PTSD you know what I mean like you just you just you just won't be the same again like sometimes as well like you might you might try to leave the ends but when you leave the end you just, it's cause it's like the ends in your mind you feel like you can't get out you feel like you can take yourself and work a little job here but you might still have the paranoia that 
they might just drive past or they might even come to your store where you're working at and it's like, what do you do? What do you do? You, you, you got to do what you're used to. Do you know what I mean? So it's a hard one sometimes, I'm not going to lie. It's a hard one. And I feel like a lot of people suffer from it. So there has been times when if I was to post something musically, I feel like people just think I'm doing it for fun or it's not actually serious until I'm more consistent. But because of what goes on in life, what happens that people don't even know about, like they'll never know the reason as to why you're doing it. They'll just think that you're not serious about what you're doing. And that's something that I'm trying to prove people wrong about because there's there's just a lot of things that will make you feel like what's the point of even trying that hard and there's always a stage in life when people will want to give up and then it's just up to their themselves to fix that perform i know i can sing i know i can do all of this type of stuff but without the motivation without me feeling good in myself without me having self-love without me having confidence it's never going to work just because you can sing just because you can dance just because you can perform just because you can do anything that you want to pursue in your life, even though you can have so much talent, there are still other things that you have to do in order to expose that, in order to be taken seriously, in order to become successful in that field. In a sense, it was like a therapy for those artists doing drill music at the time, but it's like, Guess being in the studio was like a, a therapy, and it's, I think a lot of engineers um, help contribute to that as well because it's like, like well, they've done sessions with other people and they're giving them, them advice or how to like record and stuff like that. So it then opens up another door in the sense. So it's like small things that contribute to help change the person's mindset. But I think like if there was like an official person to then be there to help, to say, oh yeah, like cool, you're talking about this, but. Where's it gonna get you? You're gonna get your little bit of fame or whatnot, um, but then after that, there's nothing. You're still gonna be the same place mentally. Like you're still gonna be angry. You're still gonna be. But what are you angry at? I've had a phase in in like for the past one to two years when I thought I'd be able to come out with music quicker than what I have, and it's only now this year when I've noticed that I have to basically put out music otherwise what I want to accomplish in life will not come around anytime soon or it's going to be very difficult to show people that I'm serious with it and that's the thing that I am serious with music but there's things that that will come around that are barriers and people can say well you can do this you can do that but everyone's different everyone has different journeys everyone has different paths to go down so even though one person may be able to accomplish something I might not be able to accomplish it the same way and that's what's annoying to me because I want to be able to work hard, make money and put that towards the things that I want to put it towards. But there's always the barriers that come around and then that just makes me feel like that will make me more stressed going to work, working, being more stressed when I know that I'm not going to be able to make it to the studio on time or I might not be able to t make it to a performance and I'll have to go to my boss and ask him to have a day off then that makes me look like I'm not worthy to be a, a part of the team. Mental well-being is it's hard, especially for youth. The mental state right now, because it's so difficult. Uh, it's so difficult to... There's a lot of social 
influence right now into people in people's lives. And I think a lot of youth, a lot of people think they have to keep up. They have to keep up with each other. So no one's really, no one's really living in present, in the present, because they want to keep up. They're watching other people. And they want to keep up, and it's having an effect on their mental state. Because you're seeing someone, a lot of the time, they're seeing someone who's doing something and they're betraying to have a better life. And, it's, and it might not even be that, but they just think that person's having a better life. And now they want to keep up with it. And now, on top of trying to keep up, they're looking at their own life and it's like, it's hard for them to love their own life because they want to be somewhere that they're not. This can also include the whole the whole thing of poverty or being poorer than someone and not having what someone else has, or not even having the access to it. And that person now is, their head is just, not not scrambling, but their head is, I would call it self-love. Like they don't, they're not really feeling themselves. And that's having an effect, obviously that's having an effect on who they are, their mental state. You're female, you're at a disadvantage to a male, no matter what, physically, anything. There's been certain times where I'll be walking down the street or whatnot, for example, and then after someone's grabbing me, someone's touching me, someone's literally saying something very provocative to me. Even when I was growing up, when I was walking with my old sister, imagine as a kid, you're walking with your old sister and then after guys are catcalling her and you're seeing it happen live in front of your face. Then after growing up, that's you. Then after you walk with your sister, my young sister, she's seven years younger than me, then after I'm getting catcalled also. Linking that to mental health, also it really does affect a female's mental health. Because sometimes you think, oh yeah, I don't even want to step outside. There's something called body dysmorphia. These females have an issue with how they look. So even if they get a BBL, they're going to go for their sixth surgery. They're going to go for their tenth surgery just to change it up consistently. And it's a, usually it's because, first of all, they've had insecurities growing up. So they thought to themselves, oh, I'm not that beautiful, I'm not that pretty, you know, this is what's wrong with me. Guys probably called her, oh yeah, you're flat, oh yeah, your boobs are too small, oh yeah, you're a bit too fat. And then after, on top of it, you're on social media, and you're seeing all these females which are getting complimented, not just by males, but other females, and thinking, I need to do that also. I can have a girlfriend, and she might want to do a couple of things, isn't it? Like, you know, adventure or whatever, innit? But in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not really trying to, because like, I'm too wary, like, I'm too vigilant, I'm too, you know what I mean? Like, as much as I want to spend time and like, literally just fall free, I feel like I can't. Like, just try things I've never done. Like, like I've, I've even, I've, I've, I haven't even seen London properly, if anything, like, I don't know if that's the thing where I'm looking too paranoid, I fall too paranoid, but it's just how I feel. When I got jumped myself, like, when I got friends that were stabbed, when I realised there's like 10 people who know me by face and I don't know who they, like, I don't know, I don't know who they are at all, but they know me by face, like, I was like, rah, like, I only knew like two, three faces from all of that, like, all those people, innit? And they all knew my face, I was just thinking, rah, like, I don't know if that's down to the music as well, but, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I got to look after myself. Like I got to be wary of myself. There was times I had a girl, yeah, and I was driving, but she thought, like she wanted me to get trained to her and just 
be different a bit and whatever, whatever. I don't know why in it. And I'm saying I'm not doing that. I said I'm not doing. It. I'm not getting no train. I ain't I'm not waiting. I'm not doing that. I feel as if like being like a Somali girl, basically, you're known to you know not talk about your feelings. Like feelings isn't something that you really talk about. You don't. You're not really great at also like showing affection. Like to me, my old sister, she's married, okay, and whenever I'm Facetime with her, she shows affection to her husband, and it cringes me out. Like how in the way it just cringes me out on a whole different level. Like I actually want to vomit in my mouth when I see people showing emotions or showing like, for example, affection or whatnot. It makes me sick. But then after that, it's like. It's a bad mentality to have because that like, showing affection, showing your emotions, like, is a good thing. But we're so used to hiding our emotions, and I feel as if it's not just Somalis. I feel like it's a black community in general because we're so used to like going through hell and back. It took me a couple of mental breakdowns so that I could actually, you know, talk to someone about it. Yeah, it's not spoken about a lot, especially in young black men or black men in general. They tend to um, think like they can't show that side of themselves because everyone expects them to be this strong man or the one that's supposed to support everyone. The one that's like that usually comes across as, yeah, you have to be this type of person is like the one that provides for the family or something like that. So when everyone's expecting you to provide, and say for example, if one person, if the person can't, it's like, oh, that's when all the stress starts to come. And then because talking about it just proves to other people that, oh, he's not the um, independent, um, strong providing person. It's like, it puts them in a predicament because it's like, they want to talk about it, but it's like, nah, they don't want to at the same time because they want to be seen as something that they, they are. But the, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's, a, that's another big problem because then that leads on to so many other things that can lead on to depression and depression is a whole other thing because that's also the same thing as like not being seen as a strong person but because it's so deep it's like yeah that's that's a no-no unless it's someone else again like in the same predicament but it's like to find someone that's in the same um, sort of situation like you is hard because no one wants to talk about it having a zero hour contract for example is not going to help that because you're not going to be able to plan ahead. You're not going to be able to know when you're going to have free time to do all these things that you want to accomplish. You're going to have people that will tell you what you need to do for their own business, for them to make more money and then give you a percentage out of that. When really and truly we want to be our own bosses. We want to have our own business. We want to be able to have all the free time in the world just to focus on that one thing. And there's times when I feel like, what's the point of me even working? But then how am I going to have an income? We feel like, what's, what's, what, what are we different to you guys? Like, I feel like it's not blacks, it's not black. We're not, it's not about us being black, it's not about you being white. It's not about Chinese, it's not about Indian. We're all the human race. There's only one race, so it's like, what are we different to everyone else? But it's also like, you know, I feel like, why, why, why us? Like, why, why not Why not another guy? Why is it has to be us all the time? I go to a job interview. All right, I can't, I can't get that right. I'm going to school and it's not like I can't get it right, but it's, I'm expected to do more. I'm, I have to overexert myself all the time. So it's like I'm driving at 100 miles per hour all the time. There's no autopilot. The minute I stop, 
it's like, oh yeah, see, I told you, like, look, this is a clear example. And then, you know, you're going out, you're walking in the street, whether you are complicit or not, sometimes you're just like, you're, you're harassed or badgered. Forget the police. It's like, even when I'm in like public on transport, yeah, like I've had people like not want to sit next to me. Like I've offered my seat and people just don't want to sit there. Do you know what I mean? But then literally somebody else offered their seat and she sat down. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? In terms of the way situations are dealt, I don't feel like there's 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 tougher there's tougher like punishments and stuff for for racist acts. I feel like that's that's even more of a reason. I feel like just as the black community, that's why we're fed up as well. Like we've got three people dead and now it's a thing where that those people those three people dying has hurt us even more. And it's got to a point where now it's like we feel we feel that pain, like we feel that pain, like we 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 don't even know them but we, as, as the black community, we look at them as like, oh, that's our brothers. Like, we're, we're crying ourselves, isn't it? So it's now a thing where, like, we are fed up. Like, racism is just a thing where it's not being solved. We've got people in authority that are not doing, they're not doing enough to sort it out. As in, they're really not because I feel like situations are just getting put under the put under the mat too often. And it's a thing where, like, it need that we need we need to see improvement. It's like. Inequality, yeah, it works both ways. It's not just for like the working class. It's for like the upper class as well. When you think about it, really and truly, because I'm sitting here, yeah, I, I can tell you the truth. Like, I don't have a pot to piss in. I ain't got no savings. I'm not thinking about buying a house, buying a car, whatever. But then you got like, like Harry or George or Steve over there. He's got a house, a car, a nice big mansion. But we tell him because you have all of that, you're not allowed to be. You're not allowed to be. You're not allowed to have any mental health issues. Do you know what I mean? You're you're not allowed to you know feel under pressure or overwhelmed because you have so much. So you're not allowed. And if you do have it, you're just uh, attention seeking, or you're just wasting time, or you're ungrateful. <sighs> Inequality, isn't it? Not, I'm not equal as him. He's not equal as me. He's got advantages against me. But I I see it as oh. Because you have so much and I have so little, you aren't you are not allowed, yeah. You are not allowed to feel nothing. You should be appreciative of what you've got. And if you do feel anything other than happy, then you're selfish, you're greedy and this, that and the third. Like you see it like a bunch of celebrities killing themselves. Like why do you think that is? Because they are being told how lucky they are and you know oh, I wish I could be you in this, that and the third. But we don't know what they're dealing with because they are afraid of being, you know, ridiculed or scrutinised because they have so much. Is that fair? It's a thing where, like, with these inequalities, it impacts on your mental health because, like, in America, the racism is more upfront and in your face. Like, they make it known. They make it known that they don't want you because you're black or because you're Muslim, blah, blah. Whereas here, like, because it's so systemic, like, as a black person, if you were denied a school place or a job, you would always, like, think, is it because of my skin colour or is it because, like, there's someone more qualified? Whereas if you're white, you would just think, oh, like, 
there, um, there's someone more qualified than me out there. That's why they got the job. Whereas, like, when you're from an ethnic minority, like, that always plays on your mind. And it's just little things like that. Like, each and every day you go through it where you think, hmm. Or, like, someone might say something and you might think, like, oh, did that happen because, like, did they just do that? Like, did that happen because I'm black or I'm from ethnic minority or, like, was that going to happen anyway, regardless? And it seems that, like, it plays on your mental health and in the long run, it does get you, like, it builds up stress. And, of course, we know, like, excess of stress is never good, like, could lead to depression, anxiety. And it's just, like, it just shows you that kind of link. And to be honest, it's no surprise that, like, if you check statistics, like, a lot, most mental health places are filled more with people from lower social economic standing and classes. So it shows you that, like, when you're, like, as not as well off as others, mental health tends to be, you tend to have more issues in life, which, of course, leads to, like, deterioration of your mental health. Whereas, even though like the rich the rich would like rich people can still go through oppression like um someone less fortunate can them however like the rich have the means to go into rehab or they can afford to take a month off work to go into rehab whereas someone who's living paycheck to paycheck can't afford that because a month of work means they may be evicted they may have no money to pay for food at the end of the month or whatever so i think that there's definitely a link between um social and economic inequalities and poor mental health or just mental health in general Mental health and inequality go so well together. It's what makes it tick. And I don't think people are doing enough to actually help themselves, you know? You gotta feed yourself. Yeah, everyone eats because they gotta feed their stomach. And it's the same thing why people go vegan, you know? They're trying to take care of their bodies. It's the same thing with the mind, you know? What you take in for your mind is gonna affect your mind. It's going to respond to it, whether it's negative or positive, your body's going to respond to that. You're not drinking water all day, your body's going to respond to that. So the same thing with the mind. What you take in, your mind's going to respond to that. It's going to have an effect on you. You don't want it to have a negative effect. You want it to have positive, so your mind stays clear and you feel happy about yourself. And you can gain access to self-love. Thanks for listening to this month's podcast for Surf's Radio. Everyone featured in this podcast are young people that attend Bolo Book Youth Centre in South Acton. If you'd like to find out more about the centre and the projects that happen there, then go to youngeland.co.uk. All music you've heard in this podcast was made by young people in the music studio in Bolo. The intro song was called Do That by HNL. And to finish is Brand New by Nissy. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about you I've never come across before. You've opened up a new door for me. 
There's so much we can explore But it's really up to you if that's how you want it to be There's something about you I've never come across before You've opened up a new door for me There's so much we can explore But it's really up to you if that's how you want it to be Brand new, are you brand new? Brand new, brand new to me Brand new, are you brand new? Brand new, breathe to me Brand new, are you brand new? Brand new, brand new to me So I'm feeling it's mad you think it's all talk But I ain't really on a real thing with ya I ain't playing around with ya No more solo shots of me I want you to join me in my picture Is that too much to handle? Or do you wanna find out more things you can do? First things first Are you finna be my boo? Finna be my boo? Yeah, yeah Secondly Can I trust you? Can I trust you? Yeah, yeah Third of all can you see us too? See us too? Yeah, 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 yeah. If all of those things are a yes, then life will be blessed. Then we don't need to worry about the rest. Then we can do us, they can do them. Yeah, if all of those things are a yes, then life will be blessed. Then we don't need to worry about the rest. Then we can do us, they can do them. Yeah, brand new. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that girl?